Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Welcome back. Episode 56. Guys, last week, I learned something about our fans. I learned that many of them live in the Dust Bowl. Where do you guys live that you're encountering so many tractors all the time? Maddox, in the little place between L.A. and New York that's called America. The Depression-era Midwest? How many? I've been, to, I've been there. I grew up in Utah. I didn't even encounter that many tractors, and I had it five times on my fucking uh, written test. Do they farm anything in Utah, though? Yeah, ass. <laughs> Sean, is that true? <laughs> Do they farm any ass in Utah at all? I looked high and low, and I, there was no ass to be found in Utah. I bet you looked high. Did you check every? <laughs> did you check every crack? <laughs> ah, good one. Here's here's the thing. Why? Here's why that was supported. Because all you have to do is encounter one or two. Like these guys driving in small dirt roads from from one place to another in the middle of America. They just encounter one tractor a year, man. And and they were extra passionate because that motherfucker can drive on the side of the road. That tractor can drive in the grass. Drive over your crops. Stay off the road. Oh man. That's why. Nail you two across. What a crybaby. It's like these minor inconveniences while you're driving. Tractors and cyclists. Which, by the yeah. way, I take real umbrage with. What? Because uh, uh, your attitude towards cyclists, uh, which, by the way, thank God, the everybody disagreed with you. Your problem was voted all to shit. But, what? Wait, um, was your, it? Your attitude, your, vo- your, attitude, your, your attitude about cyclists is potentially lethal toward cyclists like if cars Ooh. start if cars start acting hostile toward cyclists it could mean that our lives you know yeah uh, whereas whereas a fender bender for a car might not mean anything yeah true yeah, yeah. What's, but when, what's car, when cars start driving aggressively with cyclists uh you're gonna see higher fatalities when I, I, my point is these are what minor are inconveniences d- go around them attractors yeah you can't though because they take up the entire road well, what kind of tractors? What are you following? A wheat harvester? Big, what you- big tractors, man. These big tractors got to get around. They got to <laughs> get from one farm to the other. Where are they you got driving? a big fat ass that they got to truck down the road. I'm sorry, Dick. Where are you driving that you need to be in such a hurry that you're driving through farmland? I, I don't know. It never, <laughs> like I said, it's never even happened to me. Okay. Just my cousins, a big listener, brought, uh-huh. it, brought it in. And it got a lot of support. Some people yeah. even sent pictures. I don't well, have any on there. Maybe. The top problem from last week was pregnancy, followed by tractors pulling out in front of you, because I, I guess you guys all live in the Dust Bowl, and then speech <laughs> recognition, and then pizza snobs. Uh. Yeah. I got a message, Dick. I got a message and an email. The guy commented in the message area, and then he thought that wasn't enough, and he emailed me, too, right before I, uh, we started the show. I do like when they do that. Yeah. Josh Gorman. He says, being from New York, I was a pizza snob until I moved to Italy. Okay? He was a pizza snob. Right. Then he moved to Italy and stopped being one. Been here for two years, and I can confidently call Maddox an idiot. <laughs> Sounds like someone who's no longer a pizza snob. If you go into any mom and pop Italian restaurant, both in large cities and small communities, the first thing on every menu is margarita pizza. Do you know what that is? It's and this is all in caps. It's a plain cheese pizza. The second thing, quattro formaggi, a four cheese pizza, and then again in caps, pizza does not have to contain more ingredients than just cheese and two exclamation marks. Just because you've been somewhere for a few days does not make you an expert on other cultures. My opinion for the best pizza is Granada pizza, salami, and Philadelphia cream cheese. Barf. That sounds gross. Uh, cream, cream cheese, cheese on a pizza? 
And salami, that sounds pretty good. I'll, I'll take the salami, but cream but cheese. But not bread? Cream cheese seems like it would melt and it would be, uh, it, it's almost like sweet cream cheese. Yeah. So I replied to him, I said, oh, a New Yorker has a strong opinion about which pizza is good. Quattro formaggi equals four cheese, not just one or two, dickhead. And I'm pretty sure that American and cheddar cheese don't make the cut on that list. So are you, is this a pizza snob war? It's that not, you're having man. with this guy online? No, it's just, this is it. You asked last episode, where are all these pizza snobs, right? Yeah, I'm Everywhere. looking at one. No. <laughs> well, Maddox, I, so when you brought this in, um, I, I asked you if you were going to proceed to be a pizza snob on the, on the episode, right? Because yeah. you do that. You no. do tend to do that. Audiophiles. You, you say that. You brought, in, you brought in audiophiles, and then you proceeded to be an audiophile. Did not. By saying vinyl is shit compared to your favorite. That it is objectively shit. There okay. is no argument in it there. <laughs> right. a- absolutely. Like science, there is science to back up what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Then you, brought in, <laughs> then you brought in something about know-it-all parent or first-time parents. Yeah. Then you proceeded to tell everyone how to parent their kids. I didn't. When did I say that? Then you brought an armchair economist. Yeah. And you proceeded to, for four episodes, economize <laughs> from, uh, from a folding chair. Oh, I hate economists so much, man. They're so full of shit. <laughs> so I asked you if you were going to be a pizza snob, and you said no. No. And then I, I listened very intently because I, I figured you would be. Yeah. But you, you weren't. No. In my estimation. Thank you. However, somebody okay. sent in some... Sean, can you crank the volume down for this... Like, cut it in half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a theme song. Consistency is difficult, and so are math degrees. You know this song, right? Yes. Shit. It's a good song. No. I didn't even get it the first time. You got to listen to the lyrics. That's why. Sounds like Pac-Man. Yeah. Did you hear that part? Yeah, I heard that. People are sending these in. I just want you, I want to give you the chance to respond to these. Thank so you. So this was a quote, this was a quote from you. Okay. How about this for ruining the fun? A fucking pizza snob, I won't shut the fuck up and let you eat your meal. Okay, then this is a quote from your uh, YouTube video mm-hmm. about pizza. Yeah. Pepperoni is a topping for assholes and idiots. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the first one is, <laughs> that won't shut the fuck up and let you eat your pizza, and yeah. then pepperoni is for assholes. So are you an asshole yeah. and an idiot for eat- wanting pepperoni on your pizza? Y- you are for wanting pepperoni on your pizza. Pepperoni <laughs> is for assholes okay. and idiots. Okay, first of all, assholes, because they they will, people who eat pepperoni only eat pepperoni, and they will hmm. cry and bitch and moan if they don't get their precious fucking pepperoni-only pizza. They're, right. they're a, a separate, distinct category from plain cheese dipshits. The pepperoni people love their pepperoni so much, and they insist on shoving it down everyone's throat, and then they're idiots... <laughs> Because it's a shitty ingredient, and they know it, and they can't even fuck it. There's so much cognitive dissonance going on that they don't even realize what a shitty ingredient it is when they have to take the paper towels and blot entire standing pools of grease. Uh. What if they just fucking like pepperoni? Yeah, what about that? I I don't believe it, they do. It I don't, tastes good. <laughs> it I, tastes very good. Pepperoni's great. There are It gets com- all crispy at the edges? The, Pepperoni is a made-up bullshit ingredient. It's oh, not a real. It's all not right, a real. All right, all right. What snobby? What I just said? <laughs> yes. I don't give a shit. Very snobby. Here's number two. Great. If you're going to a pizza party where there will be more than four people, you're guaranteed to have shitty pizza because some crybaby always has to order plain cheese or plain pepperoni. Okay, that's from your video. Yeah. And then we get that was about you complaining about what is at a a, a party. 
right? People who order pepperoni at parties. Okay, yeah. here we go. I will run into just strangers who come to your land, and they're just bitching about the pizza. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. That's you. You're bitching about what pizza is available at a party. No, I just won't eat it. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Order your pizza. Have your fun, fun fucking pizza party. Why don't you shove it up your ass? I'll just post about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know You know what, man? Oh, what, what, what? Here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I went to a pizza party last night. No joke. And my friend asked me at what- an elementary school? <laughs> no. All right. My friend asked me what I wanted on my pizza, and I told her- I'll eat anything but pepperoni, and then I and then I followed up with the text message because I thought that's a kind of a bitchy. bitchy it's a uh, very text. bitchy. So then I said, then I said, you know what? Fuck it, I'll even eat pepperoni. I don't care. Man, I think you poisoned the well already, though. Great, with the first comment. And, well, they still had pepperoni on the pizza because everyone's fucking addicted to it. Because everyone. Uh, all right, next shit. Yeah, you know, I just have a question to all pizza snobs out there, and you know who you are. You know, you think you're not one, but you are. Uh. I'm so fucking tired of pizza snobs, man. Uh, all right, one more. Pepperoni is the shittiest topping you can put on pizza next to no topping. I think you already said that. So yeah. you're, yeah, you're. It's the shittiest topping. Um, right. it, look, man, the, the meat is cured. It's the cheapest, shittiest meat they could possibly put on there. The oil to meat ratio in pepperoni is three to zero. It's all oil. <laughs> Who the fuck cares about math with the pepperonis? It's either good or it's not. It's not. It, all right. It's all oily, man. Look, the pe- the only thing that flavors pepperoni is a little bit of pepper. If you want pepper, add fucking pepper to your pizza. All right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let's. How about spicy salami? There's I, an ingredient. I don't want to talk about this for four episodes. Great. You want another voicemail? Okay. This one's about the winning topic from last week, pregnancy. Didn't have one. Hi, uh, Maddox and Dick. I would really like to thank you guys, uh, especially Dick, for bringing in the problem of pregnancy in episode 55. Uh, and I'd like to thank Maddox for bringing um, in bonus episode solutions for uh, bringing in abortion, abortion as yeah. a solution because I was pregnant earlier this year and on, I was baby. very sick most of the time. Abort. I was in bed 20 hours a day, and I spent most of the time lying around catching up on the podcast, and you guys were the only things that made me smile when I was lying there mostly wanting to die. And I ended up having an abortion. Yeah. Uh, you guys also helped me through that by you know, Awful. Yeah. smile Awful. through the pain and, uh, you know, get relaxed before I went in for the procedure and whatnot. The last thing so you really heard before that abortion you was your because, voice. Uh, you two were there for me during a very hard time, oh. and it was nice to see Dick open up uh, about, I thought this was going to be some misogynistic problem about how pregnancy makes a woman less fuckable or something, but I was yeah, really, apparently really we learned proud of you, Dick, for being a very <laughs> empathetic guy. person about this. And... Um, yeah, that's that's about it. I may send you guys like a, a care package or something yeah. sometime oh. in the future. Send us, send uh, us the abortion. I appreciate it so much. You guys uh, were the only thing that made me smile during the hardest time of my life. So thanks, <laughs> and uh, congratulations on a year plus of your show. Goodbye. Thank you. Huh. Uh, so. I, instead of a care package, why don't you come out and care for our package? Oh, my yeah. God. And there it is. You can't Me, you're take... cheering for her abortion. Yeah, she had it. That was her decision, and I'm supporting it. <laughs> All right. You think it, you think, the, you think I think was... there might be something more to it. I think there might have been complications involved. 
that well, led to it because she said she was very sick for several weeks. Now who's the pessimist? Yeah, you get sick when you have a baby because those things fuck up your your digestion and everything, man. For months you you get nausea. That's oh, a big problem. Yeah, it's a big problem. Okay. I'm glad. Look, man, you get look. I want every listener who gets an abortion to go vote up abortions on the solution page. Okay. We need to make sure that that the history books reflect that it is a solution. Okay. Uh, I got some. Do you, you have comments? You yeah, I got a comment from Lauren A. J. Kirby. She says, Ari, voicemail about high school sex at the end of episode. If you guys want to settle the debate about whether in whether or not high school sex sucks, you should just poll women and ask how many were having orgasms in high school. It gets better with age for the fairer sex. That's what she says. Yeah, but a lot of women don't have orgasms because it's in their head. Yeah, because they have had a lot of shitty sex in high school, and they're kind of set up. They set themselves up for failure later on in life. By having sex in high school? Yeah. So you're advising high school-aged women to not have sex? Yeah, abstain. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Star-Lord. The the killer of fun. (laughs) Attention, high school girls. Do not put out. That's How? put it on your tombstone, <laughs> man. It, whatever, it's gonna be sloppy, shitty sex anyway. Who cares? Go ahead and have your your your. You know they just sit there quivering like chihuahuas. High schoolers, they're the worst. That's what high school sex is. Yeah, just a bunch of oh, what do I do? Is this okay? Am I, am I all right? Do you like too much teeth? I'm like, yeah, man. It's always too much teeth. <laughs> all right, lady. <laughs> Did you say all right, man? It's yeah. always too much teeth. <laughs> You are in a silly mood again today. I got another one from uh, Prince McGee. This is about the Street Fighter fight, which you are chickening out of. Maddox, I can assure you Fight Cade can't be hacked, an online service that lets you fight people. Yeah. Right? With, on Street Fighter. Yeah. It's never happened. Just accept the challenge. Um, and then Chris Pucknell has this to say, balk, balk, balk. I think he's on onto something with that. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, before you respond, yeah, I have a letter from the challenger. Okay, do you want me to read it? I no. Okay, no, I. Dick, from what I gathered in episode <laughs> fifty-four of the podcast, Maddox wants to play Street Fighter Two Alpha Gold Edition in an arcade. There are a couple problems with that. First off, I severely doubt Maddox will be able to find an arcade cabinet of Alpha Two Gold, as it was a limited release in Japanese arcades. There was an American release too, dipshit. Okay. Point, counterpoint. Hmm. Second, we wouldn't be able to live stream on Twitch using a cabinet. I figure Maddox to be the type who wants to show off his supposed Street Fighter prowess to the world and make an example of me, dot, 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 or at least try. Yeah. He should have said or die trying there. That would have been funnier. (laughs) Here's what I'm thinking is a counter-counter proposal. Classic Street Fighter Alpha 2 using MAME locally. Would you be amenable to that? Why MAME? Why are we using MAME? I I don't like to play on emulators. So cabinet only for you. Why? Yeah. Why not? Why is it such a, a, a weird universe we live in where we don't want to play on a cabinet? That's the way it was intended. So when you go to Twin Galaxies and you want to watch a Donkey Kong tournament championship, they're not playing on emulators, dickhead. They're playing on verified, certified boards of Donkey Kong because people manipulate and tinker with these things. They found that even if you put a little dab of gum on the circuit board, it can slow down the processor a little bit and give you an advantage. That's what people were doing. That's why it's important to have this thing be legitimate. Okay. We do it at Twin Galaxies. Oh, that's a, that's a long way for everybody, and yeah. uh, I don't want to go there at all. <laughs> now for Maddox's question, what's the purse? You were asking what the purse was. I can't go into specifics right now. All I can say is that I'm working on pr- procuring a prize that any Street Fighter fan would cherish. I'll send an update on that within the next few weeks. You know, Dick, if it comes down to it, I will practice night and day, and I will make sure that I am the best 
player of Street Fighter Alpha in the world. Yeah. I will forego my book deadline. Yeah. I will neglect my family, my friends, my responsibilities, my bills out of spite to prove I am the best Street Fighter Alpha champion in the world. Well, I want to see that. I believe in you. Well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, he's, well, he says he'll update us. Uh, that is assuming Maddox didn't bring in horses as a problem this week as we're past due for another Noah's Ark problem. Shut Man. up. I <laughs> uh, think go. you're so clever. Tired there of that you guy. go. All right. Um, I got a comment from Deus Ex Machina. He says, joke's on you guys. Second trimester sex is the best. She's passed most of the sickness, and she's not too huge to be uncomfortable, and she's incredibly horny. <laughs> I got a voicemail like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, Maddox. Dick, this is Sam. Uh, as somebody who has had sex with a pregnant woman on several occasions, I can tell you it's pretty awesome because yeah. pregnant women, their hormone levels are way up, which means they're hor- horny all the time. Plus, their tits shoot out milk. And that's pretty cool, too. <laughs> way cooler than having sex with a high schooler. And Dick, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he said that so tenderly. Yeah. I like that he says it's cooler. Not like it's yeah. hot, but it's yeah. cool. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing that squirts. Why not? I want all the things squirting during sex. That'd be fun. Um, you, you know, Dick, a lot of people called me out in the comments. They said that uh, my, my, I said, I don't know, I, I made some off-color remark about having sex with pregnant women last episode. And they said it was kind of creepy. I'm like, I'm not. Off-color. Because you wanted to have sex with the fetus as well. <laughs> I didn't say that was a joke. That was a, uh, an ongoing joke in high school that my friends had. But um, oh, what? Okay. What? So but, you didn't actually want to do that? No, of course not, man. Right. I've never been into pregnant chicks. Um, but it is a genre of porn. I, I don't know why everyone's freaked out about it because there is a very popular genre of porn. It's prego porn. There's a ton of it on sure. there. It's a, it, there's a ton online. It's not even up for debate whether or not pregnant women have sex or like to have sex. They do clearly. There's the genre. Okay. Yeah. Did you bring it in? Or are you just- no, I'm not playing a clip of Prego Porn Dick. I got a comment from Michael Fuji. He says, Sean's burns are getting better every week. And Chris Pucknell says, lol, both of Dick's problems involve pulling out. Yeah. <laughs> Either I, I think I might have stolen that from him and put it on Twitter. One last comment from Connor Jonathan. He says, I really wish Maddox and Dick would shut the hell up for fan-made sections where they have clips of their own voice. That way, I can figure out which Dick I'm telling to go fuck himself. Oh. All right. That's all That's all I got. You want to get to the problems? Yeah. Um, why don't you go first? I have a feeling mine's going to take way too long. Great. I have some serious problems this week, Dick. Starting off with high heels. Oh, yeah. boy. High heels. Sean looks surprised. You look really surprised, Sean. I like high heels. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like? Not to wear. What do you like doesn't. most about wearing them? <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I think they're sexy as hell. Oh. Of course they are. Wow. Oh. Huh. They've done studies. They found that uh, that men are turned on by women who wear high heels. Of course, um, because it, it it kind of accentuates their calf. Is that yeah? Is that that's what why. It is? Yeah, because they have to walk with that muscle tight. It'd be like a dude it walking around just always flexing. Yeah. You know? Well, in theory, they're great. In practice, however, one in ten women wear high heels at least three days a week, and a third have fallen while wearing them. <laughs> this is yeah. according to osteopathic.org. It's an osteopathic website. Uh. Um, <laughs> uh, statistics show that high heels are one of the biggest factors leading to foot problems in women, with up to a third suffering permanent problems as a result of prolonged wear. It's hard being a chick, man. <laughs> yeah. They suffer for that beauty. These poor ladies. High heels are considered any shoe with a heel two inches or higher. 
It causes your foot to slide forward into the unnatural shape of the shoe. So you lean back to compensate for weird forward tilting of your feet, which can strain your knees, hips, and lower back. And here are some of the problems that high heels can cause. Ingrown toenails, irreversible damage to leg tendons, nerve damage in your toes and feet by cramming them into a tight space, bunions, overworked leg muscles, osteoarthritis of the knee, plantar fasciitis, it's jogger's heel. Plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis, is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Jogger's heel, which results in pain in the heel. And here's the biggest problem, I think, with... uh, with high heels, other than you know the the irreversible damage, um, chicks take them off at the end of the night and walk around barefoot, yeah. and it's disgusting. No class at all. No class. No class at all. You know what, man? I've dated girls and I've known girls who wear high heels all the time, and they can uh-huh. rock it. They are comfortable in it. I ask them all the time. I said, "Are your feet hurting?" Because that's the that's the number one thing women say when they're wearing high heels. Oh, I can't believe how much my feet hurt. Oh, my feet, my feet, my feet. Well, then take off the fucking heels and don't wear them. Yeah. But the women who can wear them rock them, right? But that's a very small minority of women. The majority wear them out to the dance club, get tired, and their feet start to ache. And so they take them off and carry them around like a second purse while they're walking around barefoot on the filthy, disgusting floors, dragging their disgusting, gnarled toes through logies oh my goodness. and heroin needles. Heroin needles? Yeah, and dog where, feces. Where is this? Hollywood, man. Heroin needles. I've, I've, I've never seen a heroin needle. I I've, live there. I have, I have t- pictures of two heroin needles on my phone right now that I saw on the streets. All right. Yeah. This is disgusting. They, and by the end of the night, they their foot has accrued this, this uh, Human nasty- Human filth. It's, it's, grime. It's like this gray foot butter oh. that, <laughs> that they get from walking around barefoot. Like disgusting cave women, it's the it's the worst, man. Look, you know what looks sexy? Yeah, but you don't have to worry about that. What? Of course I do. If it's my date, I don't want her <laughs> dragging her disgusting like uh, gray, Maddox, gray feet into my car. Is that did that happen to you recently? Or on my bike handles? Did this, um, what? Did this happen to you recently? That you took some girl out and she walked home with her high heels off after the club? Oh no, man, I don't. I don't date girls like that. Oh no. Okay. So but it's not I've a problem for you, it. but it's a problem for a lot of guys then, maybe. Well, yeah. I, I've also brought in AIDS. That's not a problem for me, but I'm it is asking. a problem. I'm yeah, asking no, no. why it was a problem for you, and you said you had to bring him home. So Shut. I said, when did that happen? No. Um, you said never. No, it, ha- it has happened once, I think, in Mexico. Uh, Sean, you mentioned at the top of this problem that you thought that women who wear high heels are sexy. You know what's sexier than women who wear high heels is women who don't have gray feet. I think, right? Am I crazy in saying that women who don't have gray I think feet- you have a thing with dirt, though, because you're also disgusted by my flip-flop sandals, which I wear all the time. You've made comments to me, in wearing those shoes, my feet must inherently be covered with filth, like uh, from walking around town wearing sandals. I don't remember saying that. Have I said that? Yes, yes, sure yes, you have. Do you think it's disgusting, my flip-flop sandals? Like, do you think no, flip-flop sandals are gross? I don't, no, I don't particularly have a problem with flip-flops. Okay, okay. There's a time and a place for them. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, no, I don't, I wear flip-flops sometimes. Um, you do wear goofy footwear, though, Dick. How's this? <laughs> last, last week, when we, when we were recording, I couldn't, I kept staring at your feet. You're wearing some kind of, like, house slipper. Yes, they were house slippers. <laughs> okay. Is there a problem with wearing Ugg house slippers? They're Ugg house slippers. Yes, they were. Great. You know what the problem is? Is you're covering your, your feet in sheep's wool. And it's not a problem. It's, a, it's great. It feels great. 
It's like the sweat of human feet mixed with sheep wool. That can't smell good. I don't, do you want to smell them? No. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> no. So if women have gross feet. High, high heels make gross feet. High heels make gross feet. They cause damage. They're yeah, big problem. I, I'm, I'm into the damage thing. Um, yeah, the last no, no no I mean the last girl I dated wore them almost exclusively. Like she wore those gigantic platforms around. Yeah. She uh, could rock them. Well, no. um, I mean, she could have done a couple squats. That would have rocked, okay. too. That would have <laughs> compensated for whatever the high heels were meant to do. Yeah. But I, I, my hunch is that you're supposed to wear them for a short period of time in your life. Yeah. And then probably not again. Like, maybe you wear them once a month after that. Mm-hmm. So this, this poor girl is like, she was 32, still rocking high heels. That's got to be rough. Like, your, your, her feet were definitely getting formed to the shape of a heel Yeah, at that point. My, it seems like too much. My aunt, uh, on my mom's side, is one of these women who has always worn high heels. It doesn't bother her, and she's very comfortable in them, and she walks very confidently in them. She's I've never seen her not wear high heels, and I've dated girls who've exclusively worn high heels, and they are, they are okay with it. They're fine with it. However, um, the girls who don't, and they try to, up to a third of them fall while wearing high heels. What does that mean? They, a third of girls fall while wearing high heels. Oh man, just look on YouTube. Go go check YouTube right now for for girl wearing high heels can't walk or girl wearing high heels falls. And there's so many videos where they keep trying to recover. Yeah. You can see that that the trajectory's off and they're wobbling. They're going back and forth and they're trying to correct themselves. And each time they try to correct, they go too far in the other direction until finally they eat shit. But it is so long and drawn out. It's it, it's like it takes an eternity for them to finally fall, and it's so satisfying when they do. <laughs> I'm right there laughing. Yeah, I get too nervous watching those. I feel like they're going to break their they're – like, they're like little deers. Yeah. And they're walking wrong like Bambi on the frozen ice. I think they're going to snap their legs in half. It's like a stilt with a training wheel on it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So Good what's analogy. the solution? Sneakers? Sneakers for all? No, you know, wear wedges. Uh, wedges might work. What's they have up? wider – Wedges are like heels. Um, they 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 are similar to heels, but the the back part of it is a little bit longer and thicker, right? Well, I don't know, man. I'm not no a I'm not a is. women's footwear guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm not into feet, by the way. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be sucking your toes at, at the end of the night. All right, you, Dick Masterson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys. Anyway, man. High heels. That's my problem. Oh, <laughs> pretty big problem. <laughs> Here's my problem. Yeah. Speaking of wimp, speaking of dates, you ever hear this phrase? Everything happens for a reason. I hate that phrase. Hate it. Hate it. Yeah. Drive it's my it's a trigger yeah. for me. <laughs> oh, oh, right? Yeah. It's a trigger. You need to um you need to talk to a counselor. I, I need to stamp it on every chick's forehead. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. Everything happens for a reason. I know that sounds sexist, but I'm gonna address that later. Uh everything happens for a reason. It's always driven me insane. Like even when I was a little kid. Always used to bug me. It bugs me too. Always has. Yeah. And I don't want to say, like, I'm not the kind of guy who just gets irate at people's coping mechanisms. Oh, I you understand do. what I'm saying? No, I, I always get irate. I know you do, and yeah. I don't. Like, if somebody, if somebody seems a little pretentious um, with their hobby, it doesn't bother me. Hmm. It bothers you. Yeah. Right? Does, I don't think it really bothers me. Bothers like, me. The, the, what, what people need to cope with life 
doesn't ever really bother me. Like, like somebody's being an asshole at a sporting event. I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, you're charged up. Whatever, you're calm. That you'll calm down. It's not a big deal. But this one phrase, "Everything happens for a reason," has always driven me ins- insane, and I've never grown out of it. Like, you know how when you're a lot younger, things will make you crazy, and you'll speak out against them and get really passionate, and then you grow up, you're kind of like, oh, who cares about that thing? It's just mm-hmm. people trying to live their lives. I guess. Yeah. Like, who cares that they're so into, like, whatever activist thing that they're into? No. It doesn't matter. I care. You care, but I don't. And I, I can't shake this one, right? Yeah. I was going to bring it in as a throwaway, because, again, this girl, girl says it to me. She gets screwed over by uh, by her roommate, uh, this girl I was dating. Yeah. Screwed over by her roommate. Um, and she goes, everything... Uh-oh. Huh. <laughs> Tremors. I don't know why my dad always calls her in this show. I don't know why well, your I phone's not silenced yeah. uh, during the it, show. It is. It is on Do Not Disturb, but there's that thing where the screen is lit up. The Do Not Disturb doesn't work. Yeah, I, I don't know how to turn it off. Get a new fucking phone. I'm using this to be a stopwatch for the show. Well, I, got the only reason. I got so a kitchen use timer. Your Fine, I'll bring in my stop, my timer. Five dollar. It's a five dollar kitchen timer, and, and it, it doesn't up? buzz. It counts up, counts down, whatever you for want. For God's sakes, Maddox, bring bring that in. I Great. don't care. So this girl gets screwed over by her roommate, and uh, she goes, well, everything happens for a reason. And I'm like, oh, God, I, I really, I was having a great time here. I wish you hadn't have said that. Yeah. Right? Because it's ruined. Okay. You know what I mean? That ruins your day. Well, it, it ruins everything, because my first thought is, whatever you, th- really, whatever you think is running the universe, like God or fate or midichlorians or whatever, you think that they care so much about you and so little about everybody else on Earth that they set up this elaborate system for you to, like, meet a cute guy on the way to work because your car broke down, everything happens for a reason, or, you, you know what I mean? Like, or uh, you found a new place to live, everything happens for a fucking reason, but, oh, but don't worry, hundreds of thousands of people starve to death! Where yeah. does that fit in in your grand plan of everything happens for a reason? Are you so myopic that, like, you think the entire world is made for you? The entire universe? All these quadrillions of interactions every day is built so that you could get a new fucking phone? You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's my re- that's the gut reaction that I try to kill because that's the insane reaction. And the sane part of me, the, the rational part of me says... It's just a coping mechanism. Don't worry about it. But I still can't get over it. Yeah. Well, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> everything happens for a reason. <laughs> I don't know, man. You got really worked up there about this, and I don't know why. Because there are entire branches of philosophy, Dick, that suggest that nothing outside the self exists. What, like so, solipists? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, but to, so to answer your question, does the universe exist for you? Well, they would argue that it does. Uh, you know, man, doesn't, here's the, it this doesn't is another- bother me. It's this phrase specifically. And believe it or not, I said this problem was going to take a long time today because I brought in a shitload of actual studies on it. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well, what are you going to say? I forgot. He <laughs> <laughs> said philosophy and this whole idea that everything happens like your Oculus Rift philosophy no, that the world is all a, a yeah. construct in your imagination. Okay, so this is another one of those classic dick problems yeah. where you bring it in and I agree with you at the outset, but your reasoning is so far off and so far out of left field. Now I'm not saying that it's wrong, it's just not complete. 
it's not the reason that I would say it, that phrase is a problem. I would say that that, well, I mean, I don't want to shit all over. Maybe you brought something in similar. No, no, go ahead. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I would say everything happens for a reason does imply some kind of universal, new age, mystical being or energy or cause, be it. Um, purpose. Yeah, some yeah. some purpose, right? Some higher purpose. Well, then you're injecting religion into everyday conversations. Mm-hmm. And it's a little annoying. It's annoying. I, I think it's annoying when religious people preach yeah. and non-religious people preach. Yeah. I think both are equally both are annoying. equally annoying. I yeah. totally agree with you. So that's the reason I have a problem with it is that it's annoying when people say everything happens for a reason. Um, and I'm not sure that's true. I'm not sure everything does happen for a reason. However, Dick, like the examples you gave about people, you know, thousands of people dying from starvation or disease hundreds or bad of things, thousands there's it's it's trivial to demonstrate that some good could have come from those tragedies like what are you talking about well any kind of tragedy pick one he's trying to steer to the broken window yeah fallacy. it sounds like it again <laughs> is that what you're doing this is also i mean it's bigger than the broken window fallacy this is a fundamental philosophical argument that's that Say something bad happens. Well, in order for you to truly say that that was bad, you have to weigh all the consequences down the line and then look at the aggregate positive consequences and the aggregate negative consequences and then weigh the two and then see which one there were more of. If there were more negative consequences, then that was a bad thing. And if there were more good consequences, then that was a good thing. So what are you you saying? All the starving people are... It's worth... um there is a plan because your car, uh, your car ran out of gas or something, and well, you so, met a cute guy. That everything happens for a reason. So you see, it's I not because you were watching, binge watching Orange Is the New Black all week that you didn't get your tire fixed and it blew yeah. out. That was not the reason. See, you're looking it's at God's a negative. Plan. No, you're looking at a negative. But so, but for example, had the people like I gave the the example of riots during the. Uh, solutions episode, I think number six, solutions number six, I brought in riots. And I made the case that sometimes riots can have good net outcomes. Like, for example, the, I think it's called Stonewall riots in the 60s. That was where the gay and transgendered people were uh, were tired of the police harassing them, and they, they rioted against them. Mm-hmm. And that sparked the civil rights movement for gay and uh, bi and lesbian people to fight for their rights. I would say that that riot, even though riots inherently are bad, because of the violence and because of the destruction, yeah. some good came of it. Sure. No one's de- no one's debating that. Yeah. No one would debate that some good can come out of something horrific. Okay. Yeah. Well, but the, so but that's f- what I'm saying is 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 someone could make that argument that uh, and I'm not making that argument. When someone but I says it. everything happens for a reason, that's what they're trying to say. I is that what you're saying? Possibly. Okay. And and I'll give them that. That's why that huge, insane outburst I just had, that's why I don't grab them by the shirt and say that to them. Okay. I'm like, okay, maybe they're trying to say something else and they can't phrase it correctly. You ever heard of this one? Teleology? Yeah. It's called, it's the, the explanation of phenomena. It's the explanation of phenomena by the purpose they serve rather than the postulated causes. That's what this is. And that's yeah. what I found when I started looking it up. This phrase, everything happens for a reason. Uh, there was a study done testing this, uh, this teleological phenomenon, and they found that a shitload of people, both atheists and theists, describe things that happen to them and external events based on their outcome. That whole everything happened for a reason, they, ex- they, they 
answer things that happen to them in their lives by that. That showing that it's a function of like people, this is like a characteristic of humans more than like a belief system because both of them felt that way. Yeah. And the more, the faster they had to make decisions and give their opinion on things, even people who, who didn't admit it, even people who said, no, no, things don't happen for a reason. It's just random chaos happening all the time. When they forced them to give an opinion on things uh, with less time, they would trend towards this uh, teleology, this teleological thinking. Yeah. Which means that it's, it's, it's the fallback. Like, the fallback is to say, yep, everything happened for a reason. You know, Dick, I believe one of the first or one of the most, I would say, influential thinkers in teleology was probably Aesop with Aesop's fables. Aesop observed animals doing things and then kind of made fables about why they did them and so on and so forth. But a lot of, I feel like a lot of Aesop fable type of observations have persisted today in not just our our common vernacular, but in science, in biology specifically. I was looking this up after you sent me the your problem this week, uh, teleology. I looked it up and I found, I, I knew... I knew this concept, but I didn't know the word for it. And I looked it up because there was something that always bothered me in biology textbooks. And, and biology at large still does this. They say, like, a biological function, this is from uh, uh, plato.stanford.edu. It says, a biological function of, of starting by antelopes is to communicate to predators that they have been detected. And another one is, they say, eagles' wings are naturally designed for soaring. Well, when you say that eagles' wings are designed for soaring, or antelopes have this behavior to prevent detection, or ants secrete this hormone to warn others, etc., etc., you are implying that there is that higher purpose. Right. Right? Right. Which you would think maybe they're teaching kids this. So here's something interesting that that study found. Up until the age of 10, kids will describe things teleologically. Like, they'll say lions are in the zoo because that's where they want to be. Yeah. Like, that's why the lions are in the zoo. The ball's flying through the air because that's what the ball wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. What kind of dumbfounded me is how often it is found in biological texts and scientific texts. And then I read on this— uh, Well, stand- that could be because they're designed for kids, Right. That's why I'm saying the kids thing, because that's how kids think. No, it's not just kids, Dick. Watch any nature documentary. They say such and such animal does this thing because they they evolved to do this thing to protect them, blah, blah, blah. That When you say that they evolved a certain way to protect themselves or whatever, right. even though that not, that may not necessarily be the case, that may not be the, the cause of them, of their evolution, it implies that there is a higher being or higher purpose. Right. For them, there's like, for example, um, ants and aphids have like a symbiotic relationship, right? Yeah, and they would say the 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 incorrect phrasing would be to say that they they evolved that way because it's mutually beneficial. You're saying the outcome exists, but you're conflating the outcome with the cause. You're saying the cause is because it's mutually beneficial. Well, it could also be happenstance, and it could also be, I mean, yeah, sure, it does benefit them. That selection does benefit them. Sure. That process, right? But they're not designed for it. Like, you can't just say they're designed. It, 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 it's wrong. 
that's why I kind of have a problem with that aspect of of, uh, of science. And by a lot, uh, I was looking at the Stanford website, or I think it was this uh, this evolution website for on Blogspot. They said they said that they go to great lengths to teach biologists not to use phrasing like this, not oh, to use language like this. Yeah, yeah, it's easier to teach like that, but it's 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 like subtly harmful. Yeah, you would say. So um, here's why it's a problem. And here's why I thought it was interesting enough to bring in. And especially interesting that uh, every single girl I've dated, except for one, has, has said this phrase at one point or another. People who um, have a tendency to reason about events teleologically also have a tendency to interpret behaviors in ways that weren't meant. Oh, Because the symptom of teleological thinking comes from being able to understand people's states of mind, right? Yeah. yeah. And when you understand people's states of mind, you really want there to be a state of mind. So you yeah. start taking random events and ascribing a motive behind oh, it. Oh, that's interesting. So if a girl ever, or if, or if a guy, because this research also showed remarkably, I, the scientists must be wrong on this, that there's no difference between men and women in gender or race when it comes to teleological thinking. So that idea of everything happens for a reason is ubiquitous. You know, Dick, I think that this is something, you said at the top of your problem that this was something that could be an inherent quality of humanity, right? Of yeah, and I'll tell community. you why after you're done. Well, I have, I have a theory, because I've been thinking about this for a long time. People kind of laugh at the ancients for having silly beliefs like rain dances cause rain. Right. But I think that our minds, being rational... We try to find, ascribe reasons for why things happen because if we, that's how we learn. We want to learn. It is a, a fundamentally scientific to want to find a reason for why something happens. So sure. I think a long time ago, um, this, may, this may have happened when uh, the first rain shower occurred right after a big dance in some tribal culture somewhere, and they forever associated their dance with the rain because they did the dance and then the rain happened. Dogs learn this way too. If a dog pees outside every day and you give it a treat right after it pees, the dog starts to associate that behavior with that reward. Sure. That's how our minds learn and think. So it's not necessarily a flaw in humanity. It is annoying when it's wrong and when we don't look at it critically to determine whether or not that is the actual cause. But I think that fundamentally it's a useful process. Well, here's why this is saying, uh, and I, I get what you're saying. But this, is, this has a slightly different take on it. Yeah. Because when you talk about the dogs and the training, that simple example, it's, they are definitely getting a positive feedback. This is saying that the early humans who were the rational ones, who, let's say, uh, they're sitting around a campfire and the bushes rustle, and a bunch of, a bunch of the early people say, well, uh, it's a bear, or it's God, he's pissed, I gotta get out of here. They run. The curious ones, the rational ones, go, well, that's not necessarily true. Let me just see if it is a bear. Uh, one time out of ten that it is a bear, they're killed. Yeah. So it weeded out all of these rational thinkers, and we're left with the panicky idiots huh. who dis- who ascribe motives to things that aren't real, and who look for an immediate self-serving purpose to all the bad shit that's happened to them or the good shit. You know how um, I'm sure you're familiar with this that people who are successful will attribute their success to the things they've done. When a lot of times, even when it doesn't matter, like in random groups in studies, they'll give people an advantage. And then at the end of the experiment, the people with the natural advantage will assume they did something in the experiment, even knowing that they started 
higher that they started with more assets or whatever that they started with an advantage, they will ascribe their success to their own actions. Do you, that's how deep I'm saying this teleological thinking goes. Do you think that's a problem? Absolutely. You think it's bad when people who say like in a in a test or a study they are given an advantage and then they ascribe a reason for that justifies their advantage. Well, I'm saying this is bad in society because people who start successful yeah. and end up successful can necessarily look down on everybody who wasn't as successful in that as them and say, I got here because of me. Hmm. And because of me, instead of saying, you know, I I may maybe that had something to do with it, but maybe it was also in a large part that I started like leagues ahead of all you guys with a shitload of money. Yeah, there's people who were born on third base and think they hit triples. Exactly right, Sean. Yeah. Interesting, Dick. And that's because of this type of thinking. Well, this is super interesting coming from you. Why? Because I totally agree with it, and it seems like something that you wouldn't argue for because it sounds like, well, this is going to be, this is going to be a, a topic for another show. What? But I, it, it, it sounds like it's contrary to your thinking. It doesn't sound like a very libertarian thought. It sounds like what is that? it sounds like something that could come out of Obama's mouth. Well, guys, I got to go kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? The idea that some people had an advantage and in- Yes, because fundamentally, Dick, what you're saying is that that uh, rich people aren't always necessarily there because they earned it. Oh, well, of of course. The vast majority of wealth in this country is inherited. Is inherited, yeah. right? There's no questioning that though. Right. And uh, and they have an unfair advantage. Over everyone else. Yeah. Now, however, if you're talking about taking away that advantage, I'll kill you. Oh. That, I mean, that's where my, that's where this thinking might end. So you're you know okay. I mean? You're okay with people having unfair advantages and then lording it over other people. You're okay with a dynasty, right? Um, if it's a dick dynasty, yes, of of okay. course. Well, I I don't I don't understand to be okay with like there's there's natural advantages in the world and there's there's not and that's that's what started me hating this. This phrase, everything mm. happens for a reason, a reason, because I look at people who say that and I say, yeah, the, the reason that you're even saying that is because you're born with this enormous advantage of being in a society, like a genetic lottery of being born in a society where you can pause for a second and think about that rather than running to get water every day and trying to not get assaulted. Dick, right? I am so excited right now. Like I, I want to do a little jig. I want to dance because you have set a trap. For yourself. How is it a trap? You opened up the bear trap and you set the snare. And I'm just waiting because you haven't said anything yet to step in that bear trap. But you will. Because I know you. I've known you for a long time. And yeah. I know you the way you think. Right. You are, we're going to come back to this. You, you mark this. Episode 56. We're going to come back to this some, at some point in the future. Because I know I know there's a dick versus dick brewing. It's coming. Oh, I could I could feel it's like you can hear the rumbling in the back in the in the distance the yeah. horses rumbling like <laughs> this is a massive dick versus dick coming buddy <laughs> I'm excited anyway dude um I think that's an interesting problem and a well researched one and uh, this is it's all one study I mean it's one URL don't give me too much credit well no I looked into <laughs> it I <laughs> I looked into it there is a lot written about teleology and and its implications in theology and sciences. Well, what's interesting is that all these seemingly unrelated problems, like this, um, if you want to reference the last one, like this idea of um, this disdain for, like, I got here because I deserved it and yeah. not because I had a luck. All these problems, which you could never solve by looking at them on the surface, right? Like, the solution isn't uh, 
fuck you, we're taking your money. If you don't, if you don't understand the, the root of it, which is, I think, this type of thinking, then you can't fix it. And this type of thinking is inherent to everybody. I think that type of thinking, though, Dick, and this is ultimately where I, I think I lean towards voting this down as a problem, is that it is fundamentally the same type of thinking that causes us to want to be scientists and causes us to want to learn. It causes us to want to de- uh, determine why things happen. And, so, and the people who are dumb, the people no. who are lazy thinkers, and the people who are lesser minds will associate two unrelated events and say, well, A happened and B happened, therefore A caused B, which is a logical fallacy unless mm-hmm. there's some evidence for it, right? Um, the, those are the dumb people. But the smart people will use the scientific method and say, well, this happened. It must have happened for a reason. That's teleology, right? Essentially, everything has a purpose. No, t- t- and teleology is the opposite. It's not, I, and I think, I know what you're saying. I know that you think this is like the impetus for smart people to look for things to understand, but I think this is separate from that need to understand. Like, How is it different? I, I, this, is, this is just me saying it. I think oh. it's a separate drive. I, I think dis- this I is a, well, I think it's the same thought mentality that uh, I think this is fundamental to human nature and helpful for our society, for, for us as humans, to be able to answer questions. Because if we, were, uh, if we didn't do this, we would be fish. We would be donkeys. We'd be dumbass ostriches sticking our heads in the sand, not doing anything, not asking why, not trying to learn. But the people who stop at the first theory that they have without testing that theory, they're teleologists who sit there and say, well, uh, it rained right after I did a dance yesterday, therefore my dance caused the rain. They don't test that theory. I think scientists do. I think it's a little, I think it's different than what you're saying. And the only thing I, the only thing I base that on is that these scientists and smart people have to repress the urge to just say something is the cause, um, say something happened because of the cause. Like, I, I think that's the knee-jerk reaction. I, don't, I think totally, uh, totally rejecting that line of thought is what leads someone down the path of critical, reason, cre- critical reasoning. Not the opposite of this teleological thinking. That's what I think. I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, that's just my opinion. Well, vote it down. I'll tell you what you shouldn't vote down is Audible. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from every genre. Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up today. Use audiblepodcast.com slash biggest. They've got a 1,000 science and technology books. About that. Mm, they're probably all teleological. I'm out. Here's our reading list as, as assembled by the show. Uh, Milk at her uncle's farm. <laughs> so if you want to listen along to the show. Uh, How smart is God? You remember that one? Yeah. Poorly made in China. Huh. An insider's account of the tactics behind China's production. Game. Agenda. Uh, why does the penis look like that? Yeah, good question. I want to add a new book to this yeah. list. Mm. The Journeys of Socrates. Oh. It's about a jacketless man <laughs> wandering around Greece, ancient Greece, embarrassing himself at fancy dinners. I guess is probably what it's about. I don't I, know. I've been to Greece. I've been to Athens. And I didn't have a jacket on. <laughs> Good for you. I did wear shoes, though. Anyway, man. Is that all you got? Yeah. Dick, I got the real biggest problem in the universe, at least this week, is honor killings. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. 
Bravo, Maddox. Oh, bravo. Thank you for bringing in a problem with such weight. Honor killings, Dick. You know, an honor killing is any time a killing occurs when someone has brought shame upon the family. Now, usually this is done by another family member, and it sounds awesome, right? In theory. Oh, my God. It sounds like the biggest solution in the universe, but in practice. I guess. It's for stupid shit like not entering into an arranged marriage, committing adultery, or being in a relationship with someone your family doesn't approve of. Is this always for women? Are they the only ones who get honor killed? Good question, Dick. No, it's not only for women. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Men get honor killed, too. In 2012 in Iraq, there were a string of murders committed called the emo killings. And the emo is exactly what you think it is. (laughs) They rounded up kids and teenagers who looked emo or listened to any emo music and killed them because they associated it with Satanism and homosexuality. The Baghdad Morality Police issued a statement criticizing teens for wearing strange, tight-fitting clothes with pictures of skulls on them and rings in their noses or tongues. Anyone listening to metal, emo, or rap was targeted. That was in Iraq. Wow. When we were running it or when it was on its own? When that's did that in 2012. That's okay. That's, so we're running it. <laughs> that's the country that we liberated. <laughs> this is the country that we brought freedom to. You're well, welcome, America, and you're welcome, Iraq. There you go. You get. You can't. You can't just come in and impose your political will on people and expect them to just become America. You can't say, "Here you go. Here's democracy." Woo! Because with yeah. that democracy, they might vote in the Palestinian Authority. Right. That's yeah. what happened in Palestine when they had clear and open dem- uh, democracy. Anyway, I'm getting, I'm getting off. I'm getting off. No, topic. you're right. Anyway, man, honor killings are believed. This is from BBC. They said honor killings are believed to have originated in tribal customs, where even an allegation against a woman is enough to dishonor a family, thus resulting in the death of the woman. In some cultures, if the woman is raped, she may be honor killed, especially <laughs> if she becomes pregnant. Uh, yeah. How's man. that? Oh, you got raped? Well, we got to kill you now because you've dishonored our family by getting raped. Uh, thank God women don't unionize, <laughs> right? And they're just like, you know, because they could have do- they could have done it at any time. Hey guys, we're not putting out until you you knock this shit off. Yeah. Like, oh, oh well, I got a plane ticket to Baghdad. I'm gonna go kill all these guys. Great. So, Dick, you're right? telling you're telling about you're telling women. That uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna cut off rapists, people, men who are forcibly taking sex from them. They're, they're gonna cut them off unless they they uh, they shape up. Well, thank God this isn't a solutions episode because that, <laughs> that got shot down yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, man. Well, what about the ones over here? If they said that, what? If women in America said, "Hey, we're not putting out anymore until you guys fix that problem over there." Ah, you know, like a little sisterhood. Uh, intercontinental uh, cross-Atlantic sisterhood action going it's, on. It becomes this thing where you where sex becomes a barter system. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, for you. Of course it is. It's ugly. Oh, that's like ugly? It. Yeah. Uh. I don't like it. Um, in 2008, a, in Turkey, a father killed his son for being gay. The son's name oh, was yeah. Ahmed y- uh, Yildiz, a 26-year-old physics student who was gunned down in Istanbul. It was considered Turkey's first gay honor killing, and they made a movie about him called Zeni. Zeni, I think? Zeni. Was the movie positive, like that Nazi sniper that killed everybody, or was it negative about the dad who killed his son? They made a positive movie about a Nazi sniper? Well, the Third Reich had incredible propaganda. Oh. They would make positive, you know what I'm saying? Like, did was the movie that was made about this guy positive or negative towards honor killings? Was he a hero or a villain? The gay kid was a hero, and the father was a villain, yeah. And the father remained a fugitive for three years afterwards. Hmm. Um, it's believed the number of honor killings that occur every year is in the thousands. 
honor killings in the UK in 2006. This ha- this happened in the UK. A woman named Banaz Mahmoud from Surrey left an unhappy arranged marriage and started a relationship with another man. The 20-year-old was strangled and hidden in a suitcase, which was then buried underneath a Birmingham property. Yeah. Yeah, man, honor killings, real shitty, big problem. Does that count as, as many, uh, does that count all the women who are disfigured or maimed or no, no, no. injured? Because that should be a tremendous amount more. It's a lot harder to kill someone than it is to throw acid at them like a pussy. Yeah. About 211 honor-related offenses were reported in 2009 in the UK, 129 of which were criminal offenses. In Turkey, there has been a drop in honor killings. Now, get this. This this should be positive news, right? And this is why, again, I, I say critical thing is important. Because if you read that headline, oh, there's a drop in honor killings in Turkey. Hooray, let's celebrate. More people getting maimed? Nope. The reason is because they passed tougher laws against it in 2005, which has caused an increase in honor suicides at the behest of men encouraging women to kill themselves for dishonoring their family. It's a way to skirt the honor killings laws. Huh. Yeah. Who checks on that? There, you know, it's it's really hard to find statistics about she this. She shot herself five times. <laughs> Suicide. <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, right in the back of the right. head. Yeah, and you know what else? It's not specific to a religion. Muslims, Sikhs, Hindus, and any culture that has families with rigid expectations can result in honor killings. Well, I was going to ask that next. Isn't it part of Sharia law? Isn't honor killings like allowed by Sharia law? Well, certain denomina- certain sects of uh, of people who who are Shri- who practice Sharia law. It's like it's like does Christianity condone protesting the funerals of dead soldiers? Well, no, but some Christians do it. What the Westboro Baptist? The Westboro people? Baptist by name, they're Christians, right? They, these are the what? ones who are protesting. Like, yeah, you, it's hard to again. You like to paint with a, a wide brush here, but what do you mean me? You I just was- asked you a question. Oh well, if, if I- it's allowed by Sharia law. Well, I mean. I thought it yes was part of no. that system. It, it is, but not everybody practices it. You know, it's like uh, in, in Catholicism, for example, uh, condoms are are outlawed. You're not supposed to use condoms. Yeah. But a lot of people use condoms or pull out. <laughs> yeah, pull pull out. Condoms should be. They are an affront to God. Yeah. They're an affront to my God as well. You, so, <laughs> <laughs> you align with the Vatican in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, man, uh, big problem, honor killings. Let me get back to the Sharia law thing. Because what I'm asking, you bring up, I don't want to paint with a wide brush. I guess what I'm asking is, do you have any stats on, like, who is supporting honor killings? No, I don't don't have it specific to to each culture or religion. But uh, the BBC said that it's really difficult. They're trying to estimate how many honor killings happen every year. And it's really difficult because... A lot of times they'll say that the reason is something else, and they don't report these honor killings. Sometimes they just kind of do it. Of course it. not. Yeah, and it's kind of skirted underneath. They don't even have internet some places it's happening. How yeah. are they going to report it? This, isn't, this generally isn't occurring in really advanced societies. It's, not, it's, it's, occurring, it's occurring in South Asia, in Iraq, in Afghanistan it happens. Uh, Saudi Arabia it happens. Saudi Arabia is, is one of the big offenders of, of honor killings because there's – a lot of arranged marriage in that culture. Huh. And you'll see that a lot of honor killings take place in cultures that have arranged marriage. That's why Hindus and Sikhs were also on this list. Because they don't want to get married? <laughs> no, because they... No, because like, the girl doesn't want to marry that guy. Oh, and yeah. like, well, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. And the girl, the girl backs out of it. And a lot of times it's complicated. Yeah. There are politics involved because the family of the, of the husband has given a dowry to the family of the bride. You know what? This is the plot of Spaceballs. <laughs> 
<laughs> is the, it? the princess, the Druish princess, doesn't want to marry Prince Valium, so she runs away. And her oh, dad yeah. kind of makes a deal with Dark Helmet. Huh. Right? Yeah. To kill her. Well, um, I guess I, um, I, I need to watch that movie. Again. Who's doing this? I want to know who's doing it. You mentioned a couple groups. Who's, yeah. Who is doing I know in, in America we're not doing it. We're not honor killing women because then who would we keep out of STEM fields? Are, are <laughs> each other, right? It doesn't make any sense. But who's doing this around the world? Honor killing. It, it is. It Saudi is, Arabia. Uh, a lot of the ones you hear in the news are are Muslims and occasionally, hmm. occasionally That's Hindus. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but in in Japan, it kind of happens in a different in a different way. It is more. Um, you do have more honor suicides in Japan, which which happens because they have such high pressure and expectations from their families to produce and perform in academia. So even one bad semester can send a person spiraling out of control because they see that everything kind of is linked to each other and they and the chain is broken. And if the chain is broken, they can never fix it. They can never catch up. And the only alternative is an honor, is an honor killing, an honor suicide, rather. So it, it happens in different mm. cultures for different reasons. And in America... You might be able to. I mean, we don't consider it as an honor suicide when people uh, kill themselves. It's just we just call it suicide. We just lump it in one big category. They killed themselves, um, except for euthanasia. So, if we looked into the cause that suicides happen, especially for men, because I believe what like 84, 80, 80 to ninety percent of suicides yeah. are are male. Yeah, it's four times. Because a lot of times there are pressures that are unique to men that we have expectations in society and also men fight the majority of wars and they come home with post-traumatic stress which is uh in- really intense uh-huh. because if you've ever had to kill somebody which very few people have it, we're not equipped we're not equipped psychologically to be able to do that humans aren't evolutionary uh, don't have an evolutionary advantage to kill each other off some of so, us well very small no the army has done studies on this it's called the, the killer instinct oh it's some like two percent yeah, it's like it's the it correlates with the psychopathy. Oh, that's right. A very I think, small um, amount of people don't care. Yeah, and they're that's built true. for it. And I, it's like an evolutionary safeguard. Huh? Yeah, against bad stuff happening. Like, well, we got those guys over there when they're not allowed to do what they want to do now. Yeah. But uh, careful, if they're zombies or something. We're gonna let them out of the cage. Patton Patton may have been one of those guys. I think Nintendo made a game about that. Killer Instinct? Killer Instinct. <laughs> Ultra, Ultra did, you asshole. Not oh, Nintendo. Th- oh, that's right. It was uh, Nintendo it was bought them. Yeah, yeah. Ultra. Hey, it's uh, just going back to that stat. It's yeah. true that uh, that men uh, complete it more often. Women, I think, attempt the last it. I heard, attempt yeah. it more often, but men use more lethal means, you know, because they shoot themselves in the head instead of taking a bunch of pills. Women right. try to shout themselves to death. <laughs> that's what I read somewhere. No, but I, I looked into the attempt statistic, and, you know, because that's what I, I keep hearing is women attempt it more, but an attempt registers as anything from taking too much Tylenol, like not not even close to enough. It's a lot of times I've, ta- I've talked to suicide prevention counselors and they say that uh, that 90% of the women who call in who've taken, who've like overdosed on, on Tylenol pills, they say they don't even call the paramedics. They just tell them to drink a lot of water and they'll be fine. And that's what women, women are more likely to call for help and uh, to use less lethal methods. It's hard to figure out where the line is between like a serious attempt and, you know, I don't know the... Well, here's a here's a real clear line. When they're dead, that's a serious attempt. Um, <laughs> that's I, success. There's no attempt there. Um, <laughs> here's both. It's so a two I, for I, one. It's a two I, for. I did. It's a two for. I just looked it up, Dick, and I, I looked at the regions. This happens. Uh, honor killings are are detected in Europe, in Albania, in Cyprus or Cyprus, France, Germany, Greece. In Greece, well into the 20th century, honor was a very important concept. 
And as recently as the 1960s, shepherds in Greece conducted honor killings. So, yeah, I guess it still happened in the, in, in, in Greece. In the UK, it happens. Mm. In Sweden, it says in Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. The, I want to see these numbers. What cultures are voting? Yeah, I su- yeah, I think it's a good idea. Not even the ones doing it. I want to see the poll. I want to see the the Gallup poll. This is not this is not the uh, the country condoning this dick. Most countries have outlawed honor killings. In Sweden, in uh, in two thousand two, a twenty six year old Kurdish woman named Fadmi Sahidnal, I guess, was killed by her father. But she was Kurdish. There mm. were a Kurdish family living in Sweden. So it's not it's not like um, uh, this is specific to one specific culture, religion, or region. It happens in Denmark too. Gazala Khan was shot and killed in Denmark in September 2005 yeah, by her brother. These are transplants, but, though. Yeah, yeah, I would say if you ask, like, if you took a poll in America, do you ever think honor killing is a good idea? You're going to get an infinitesimally small uh, yes to that. Yeah. Right. And if you, as you go around the world like Santa Claus and pose this poll to everybody, I think there's going to be some standouts of groups of people who say, you know what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it is okay sometimes. And I think when you find those concentrated pockets of yes, you found a problem. The largest regions I'm seeing, uh, just in, in doing some some cursory research on this, is in Jordan, in Kuwait, in the Palestinian Authority, in Saudi Arabia, in Syria, in Yemen. These are all Arabic countries. In Pakistan and India. India is a huge, a huge country with a, a lot of honor killing. Saudi Arabia... Um, in Canada, it's, it's, it's occurred, but yeah, I, I guess if you don't count the transplants, then probably not a lot of, Canadians. not a lot of Canadians are, you know, you fuck up at hockey. They don't make you kill yourself or throw acid on your face. Yeah, no, I've, yeah, of course, of course not. I mean, not, it's not, it's not condoned by, uh, by our government or culture. Um, but yeah, man, a lot of these places I'm, I'm looking like in Brazil, any place that's happened in Brazil, it's, uh, it's usually a transplant. So if you, if you don't count transplants, then it's mostly these cultures. All right. Anyway, man, honor killings and high heels, those are my big problems, the two big H's this big, time. Big feminist this episode, <laughs> aren't you? Um, yeah, I'm not saying no, that women shouldn't wear high heels, yeah. but uh, if you can't, then don't. That's what I'm saying. If you can't, you mean if you trip all over yourself? If you trip all over yourself, if you're goofy, if your feet hurt, if you're going to bitch about it, if you're going to ache and moan, it's like, hey, man, then don't fucking do it. Like, people who get piercings live with it, and they're okay with it. They don't constantly complain about their piercings or whatever it is. Just don't yeah. do it if, it, if it's going to bother you. It's a re- There's a real simple solution to not doing things that bother you. What's your last problem, Dick? Hey, man, everything happens for a reason. Do we have time, <laughs> do we have time for a last problem? Yeah, Because my last problem is a doozy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's hear it. I got so upset I threw it on the floor. Here we go. My last problem. We've been going, we've been escalating throughout this episode. Yeah. The biggest problem is the are you still watching button on Netflix. Okay? Man. You you condescending, presumptuous fuck Netflix. Of course I'm still watching. Of course. Assume that I am. Don't bother me with this. The waiters don't come up to you in the middle of a meal and go, "Uh, sir, sir, are you still eating that? Are you still eating that that, uh, entirely full steak that you have in front of you? Sir, are you done drinking this soup that you've had one bite out of? It's not one bite, dickhead. They come by when you've eaten most of your meal and they ask you if you're still working on it. And I give them a look. How dare they? They will know when I'm done because it will be completely empty. Well, you can solve this problem with something that's almost as easy as a glance, pressing the X button on your fucking PlayStation. Oh, Maddox, where is the remote? 
what, what am I what am I supposed to do? First of all, I'm probably drunk or high. Where am I supposed to get this magical device that you're referring to? If you know what? If you've got the technology to put the prompt on the screen, make the remote start blinking or beeping or some shit so I know where here's a better one. Uh, put a microphone in the Apple TV and say, hey, if you're still watching, make some kind of a sound. Make a grunting sound like a caveman. Clap your hands. Do something and we'll keep going. Don't look for a button. This isn't a nuclear launch code. Oh, you're equating <laughs> pressing one button on your remote with a nuclear launch code, you fucking idiot. This is the easiest non-problem ever. The, first of all, dickhead, if they didn't have that feature in Netflix, which I fully support, every fat dipshit slovenly fall, uh, watching a TV show or movie on Netflix at night as they fall asleep and Netflix plays the auto cue would just rack up huge bandwidth fees and Netflix fees. is trying to cut it down. No, they're trying. They're racking up huge bandwidth usage. Yeah. And that ne- Netflix is trying to cut down bandwidth usage so that the ISPs don't raise our rates. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck your bandwidth. Fuck your ISP. If it entertains me, if it amuses me for a little bit, beam Trailer Park Boys into space 24 hours a day where no one's gonna watch it. I don't care. I'm the customer. Fuck you. You know what else saves money? Having automated help phone lines and doing those those thin shitty plastic water bottles that spill all over you all this shit hurts the customer fuck your bandwidth <laughs> fuck your bandwidth beam me shows all day every day beam them all the time like I'm in an entertainment singularity just in case I get home and want to watch something well that's unfortunate yeah <laughs> I'm right I am the customer I am right Netflix and maybe one day I'll pay for my own subscription instead of just is using my brother-in-law's subscription like everybody else in my family. <laughs> fuck uh. you! Oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> you. Go on, you Dick. You boot-licking fuck. Don't, don't even, don't even start with your the internet is a series of tubes shit. I know how the internet works. Give me my shows. Fuck off with your button. You want to save bandwidth? Be- build a satellite that checks for when I'm sleeping or not. Wait, did Dick stop talking? I can't tell. <laughs> what a fucking crybaby. I hate that button. I hate it so much. Right when I get into the groove, man. Right when I'm chilled out on episode three or episode four, that motherfucking button comes out. I'm afraid of it coming up. I'm, as soon as the credits start rolling, I'm like, oh, are they going to give me that button? Are they going to give me that button? No, no, no. Because I have no idea where the remote is. I threw it when I came in with all my keys, and I'm going to be watching the blue screen the rest of the night. Fucking cry, baby. Dick, fuck Netflix. How how much of a slovenly sloth are you? That you were sitting there for two or three episodes, you don't move, you don't get up off the couch, you don't get up to pee, you don't get up to get another drink. Uh, Do you also complain that drinks aren't magically teleported into your throat and out your colon, asshole? You're so inconvenienced with having to find your remote, not having to be such a dumbass that you misplace it every fucking five minutes. Just remember, get a system, Dick. Put the remote right next to where you're sitting and then press it. You just roll over. You system. don't even have, have to move. This guy with his remote magic over here. Nobody <laughs> nobody even believes that for a second, asshole. That you could never lose your remote. Fuck you. Sitting down, you're sitting down with a girl, firing up a couple episodes of a documentary, you know? Yeah. Right? Real classy broad that I'm talking about right here. Firing up a couple couple episodes of some shitty show she wants to watch. 
Right when you're ready to make your move, man. Right when it's getting hot. Right when you got that your fingers around that button, that uh, fly button, popping her buttons open. Uh-huh. Here comes the button. It's distracting. Hey, hey, hi. I'm a button. I'd like to fuck up your life. Dick, if the TV going into a pause state is enough to throw off your game, your game sucks. Oh, you're such a, you're such a liar. Uh-huh. You're such an asshole. Anything can throw off your game at any moment, Maddox. That's what happens when you're riding the edge of game. <laughs> All right? You're like a high-performance motorcycle racer, man. This, any slight perturbation in your game can throw you into a death spin from which you'll never recover. Yeah. Because then you get angry. You get the yeah. angry sweats and she can smell it. Uh, <laughs> oh man, not it's the opposite with me, man. The chick is is revved up. She's the car. She's the engine. She's trying to get me warmed up. She's trying to get me to go. Yeah. It's like, hey, how about now? I'm like, I don't know, baby. Yeah, that's my problem. Yeah. Oh, I really hate that button so much, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking button, dude. <laughs> anyway, Dick. Uh, coming from Mister No More Self Checkout lines because it saves them money you no. didn't like self-checkout lines because the stores tried to save themselves money for so but you're many supporting reasons. this stupid button they're slower they never work they are you're always standing behind some incompetent boob who doesn't know how to operate it and the machines that the, the rest of the machines half of them are broken and then even when you do use them properly you still have to get the stupid attendant to come by and check something every few fucking minutes and then the machine thinks there's something on the scale that isn't and then you have to put it in the bags and then you have to go through another step to get cash back mm-hmm. and then you can't buy alcohol at them it's just a huge series of fuck ups just like no. this problem was vote it down dick i i believe that in for bringing in such a stupid horseshit, unresearched, another one of your 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 horseshit problems, where I feel like oh, I don't know, I, don't, I guess I'll bring this in. I don't have anything on the drive-in. You thought about Netflix mm. bugging you? Another one of these problems. I want you guys to punish Dick by voting down both problems this week, and this and voting down the original problem because oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I wasn't gonna play this song this time. Great. Because it goes on so long. Of course you were going to play it. I wasn't. I really wasn't. I wasn't going to play the song because you're right. It is two things for one. But people were commenting this week that I didn't play Titanic last week. Good. No, they missed it. Fucking hate they won. <laughs> I got to take a shit. I got to take a shit. No, you can't take a shit. I'm, I'm putting my cans down. I'm going to the can. He I mean, well, I'm not playing Titanic until you get back. I, you can shit during this song. But see ya. I'm not getting back. I'm not coming back. We got a whole lock up the wrap studio. up to do. Nope. We gotta thank Audible. <laughs> I thank him right now. I'm done. No, 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 no. That's yeah. not correct. That's lock not up the studio. I'm turning here. off the lights. I'm locking up the studio. Go see ya, guys. See ya, Sean. Go fuck, yeah, go fuck yourselves. Grant Mooney, I think, did that. Yeah. Oh, I know. All right. Just sit down and shut up and watch your Titanic. (laughs) That's what you get. (laughs) If I can find it. Oh, no. Did I forget to bring it in again? Oh, good. No, here it is. You need the Jeopardy theme song. (laughs) It's exciting shit happening on this episode of Titanic. They just saw a picture of a naked lady. Ah, yeah! <laughs> yeah. Mysterios knows what I'm talking about. Face. Did you license this from Mysterios? Yeah. I'm going to have him sue us. I already paid him. He looks like a bottle of hot sauce. Ooh, look, okay, there's a hot chick. A there's yeah, a hot chick, that man. That is, that chick's hot. You don't think that chick's hot? I'm not looking. I don't know. It's like a hot 90s Megan Fox. Cares. Now there's an old lady doing pottery. Hello, Tracy. 
Is this thir- This feels like it's been a minute. Oh, oh, is this longer than 30 seconds? 30 seconds, calm down. Anyway, guys, vote up high heels and honor killings this week. Vote down Dick's horseshit. See you next Tuesday. Hey, Maddox, this is uh, Freddie from New York. I just don't really listen to your piece of garbage uh, radio show because I have a life. But uh, my <laughs> friend right. turned me on to this one topic you had recently, pizza snobs. Well, you didn't mention one pizzeria that you had experienced in New York with their shitty dollar slices, but I can tell you from experience... A dollar slice doesn't exist in New York anymore. Oh. Maybe if you took a time machine to the 80s, it existed, oh, but not 80s. anymore. That's A. B, we're not snobs because our pizza's better. We might be snobs because your pizza's garbage, though. I've been to Zito's in California. See, that's an example. Zito's. Have you been there? Yeah, it sucks. I don't know if it's in your L.A. area or not. Yeah. But it is fucking abysmal, and you should be ashamed of yourself if you like it. And if you like that better than any New York place that I've ever been in, Kill yourself in front of your parents. Now, uh, I'm supposed to say something now. Oh, uh, Dick, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, and uh, Maddox, get raped, right? Okay. Uh, get a new career, you stink. <laughs> oh, what a dumb shit. What a dumb, dumb, dumb shit. Yeah. You know what that guy likes on his pizzas, Dick? Dicks. Yeah, dicks and cherries because he used so much of the cherry picking fallacy. That dumb shit. There is a place in New York. It's just it's trivial to find a ninety nine cent slice in New York. There's a place called ninety nine cents fresh pizza in New York. You fucking idiot. Their sign says ninety nine cents fresh pizza. What about Two Bros Pizza? Another dollar place. Percy's Pizza. Another dollar place. Get fucked. Hey, Dick. It's your mom. Hmm. I agree. Pregnancy <laughs> is the biggest problem in the universe. Regretting it to this day. No, he's talking about me. Yeah, my mom would call me directly with that burn. She'd call me to tell you. Hello, gentlemen. It's President James Garfield calling <laughs> to join the ranks of presidents who have told Dick to go fuck himself. <laughs> go fuck yourself, Dick. <laughs> yeah. Great. James Garfield. Is somebody keeping track? James Garfield called in and told he, me to go fuck himself. He gets his in the end, though. Uh, well, what happened he was to him? assassinated, right? He was. He was, he was assassinated. What, one of like three presidents who've been assassinated? Lincoln, JFK, and Garfield, right? Uh, McKinley. Oh, McKinley. Yeah. Oh. Hey, guys, Chester A. Arthur from Die Hard 3, right? We all know something about presidents. No? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Go for it. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, know what the reference was. Die Hard 3. I don't remember. Oh, God, all right. Uh, here's, uh, we all end on, no, I got two more. Uh, we had a, there was some, there was some debate about evolution last week. Yeah. So someone called in to clear it up. Oh, great. What's up, guys? This is Charles Xavier. I'm a professor of evolution, and I specialize in genetic mutation, and this is how I talk. Anyway, I'm just going because I wanted to clear up a few misconceptions about how evolution actually works. Thank God. Uh, so let's start with some of our terminology. Mutation is the same thing as being born with a superpower. That's right. Um, it is random, like you were saying. The random part is that just because someone's born with a mutant gene, it's totally random what superpower they're actually going to get. They might get retractable claws. They might get eye lasers. If they're really lucky like me, they'll be a line feeder. Eye lasers. Now, survival of fittest. Survival of fittest comes in when there's going to be an epic superhero battle. You know, that's the only way we can settle it out, which random mutation is actually going to help you succeed in your environment. So is it going to be better to have super speed or super strength? Is it better to control fire or is it better to control ice? So you have to have these epic battles uh, preferably wants to destroy half of New York City in order to figure that out. All right, so there is a place in evolution for both random selection and survival of the fittest. I just thought I would call and clear that up. 
Huh. Uh, if you have yeah. any more questions about evolution, feel free to stop by my school. And Dick, you can go tell Magneto to go fuck himself. No. So was that that guy was from Cornell? Charles Xavier. I Charles think he was British. Xavier. The real professor. I mean, the fake. The real fake professor. X? The guy. The call. The caller. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I'm, I'm going to have to do some fact checking for that call. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I. Be, I believe he went to school in England. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. One. One more. Okay. One more. Oh um, yeah, man. I can't wait to grow up and I'm going to bang a chick. You know, you're pay, you're banging both. That's that's two for one. <laughs> Max, that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Are you high? Yeah. <laughs> who, who said this in what is this more bags of sand I forget. No, that's great that's great <laughs> you don't want that kid I don't know it just doesn't get, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome ladies <laughs> Jackie Treehorn sent this in <laughs> uh, that, like if I'm sitting around I will run into just strangers who come to your land and they're just bitching about the pizza hmm Oh, you gotta check out DeForno's. You gotta check out DiGiorno's or DiGiorno's or John's or Joe's or whatever the fuck. It mutilates your vagina. Um, <laughs> how about this for ruining the fun? A fucking pizza snob. I want to shut the fuck up and let you eat your meal. You gotta carry watermelons for them next thing, you know? I love Cypress Hill. I don't give a shit. That's me. Good song. <laughs> you think grapes are the only thing that, that weather affects? No, man. What, what the hell are you talking about? Well, first of all, if you're still like, inexperienced in high school, but I guess two, two, what is going on? What? Go no, you did. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you, you just, you're just never you're very specific. You're being real spacey right now. What's up? No, What's I'm, going on? I'm not spacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being very, like, spacey and weird. What's this going on? This is the most in tune I've ever been in my life. Flat, soggy, sad, so floppy it can't even hold its structure. Sad, folded. No, man. It's, I mean, yeah, what? I mean, it's gross and weird, but, uh, um... Everybody's a pizza snob and an idiot. Um, except, except like people who, you know, blue-collared worker, the salt of the earth workers. But then there's the people who who like, they like good pizza too. There is there is such thing as good pizza, right? I mean, objectively, yeah. is there? Sure, it's pizza. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I take everything back. Good. Good song. <laughs>